Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. A reset of the prophetic movement is upon us. The second wave of prophets is rising in this hour. We stand at the edge of a new era in the prophetic. We're gathering the international prophetic community at the Global Prophetic Center, a hub for prophetic training, prophetic labs, summits, networks, and lighthouses. It's time for prophets to go deeper. It's time for seers to soar. It's time for prophetic voices to rise up and decree what says the Spirit of God with accuracy that causes the world to pay attention. The Global Prophetic Center offers proven prophetic systems and structures to equip you to walk worthy of your calling and to prophesy with precision, boldness, diplomacy, and wisdom. Get hands-on training and mentoring in a safe environment that breeds true prophetic community and learning. Receive impartation and activation. Sharpen your gift and avoid prophetic pitfalls. Get commissioned. Get networked. Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at globalpropheticcenter.com. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, ready to run ready to praise, ready to worship, ready to pray, ready to fight. Who's ready? We're going higher. God is good. I'm the founder of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. We have houses of prayer and awakening prayer hubs all over the world. You can join that movement. Start a prayer hub in your city, why don't you? Let me raise you up as a fierce intercessory prayer warrior that sees eternal rewards in heaven. Can you imagine? Everything we do in this earth is going to impact what we do and what we're responsible for and how we relate in heaven. Stack up those eternal rewards. Intercessors are going to be among the most greatly rewarded in eternity. And that's a long time. It's a long, long time. Awakeningprayerhubs.com. Join that movement. Start a hub. Find a hub. Guys, we have church on Sundays in South Florida. Awakening House of Prayer. Sundays at 1047 a.m. Sundays at 1.30 p.m. If you're not in South Florida, you can watch that first service online at ahop.online. And if you don't have a home church right now, you can choose to opt for the pastoral care option. Be part of our family even more officially. You can even start an awakening at home group and watch the services together in groups. Discuss them. You can find that at ahop.online slash at home. I never talk about these things, but today I feel like there's somebody else out there or quite a few that needed to hear that. Amen. I'm the founder of the Ignite Network, ignitenow.org, ignitenow.org. We are contending for pure prophetic ministries. We are pressing into the realm of the seer dimensions, intimacy with God, so we can have accurate eyes and ears that will lead to accurate voices. Amen. Elijah Company Prophets Training is in October. JenniferLeClaire.eventbrite.com. All right. I'm full of just vigor and fervor today for you, zealous for you, wanting to see you rise up in your calling. So let's get into today's devotion, evenings with the Holy Spirit, listening daily to the still small voice of God. Yes, right. I said we're reading from evenings with the Holy Spirit, the sequel to mornings with the Holy Spirit. 
listening daily to the still small voice of God. And today's devotion is titled, I am calling you upward. And here's what I heard the Lord say. Upward is where I'm calling you. Upward is where I want to take you up, up and away from your current challenges and into a broad place of promotion. My, my, my. Remember, you are actually already seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. You are already far above all principalities and powers. The enemy is already under your feet. I am calling you upward in the revelation of these realities so you can see clearly where you truly stand, says the Spirit of God. That's so good. I've got to Read it, read it again. Upward is where I'm calling you. Upward is where I want to take you up, up and away from your current challenges and into a broad place of promotion. Come on. Remember, you are actually already seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. You are already far above all principalities and powers. The enemy is already under your feet. I am calling you upward in the revelation of these realities so you can be see clearly where you truly stand. My, my, my my, 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 that's so good. Philippians 3, verse 14, Isaiah 54, verse 2, Ephesians 1, verses 20 and 21 are the scripture references for today. Now the prayer starter, your words are empowering. They are light and life to my soul. I say yes to your call to go higher and to step into the broad place. What do I need to let go of in order to answer this call? What is holding me back from the next phase of my journey with you? Mm, Some of you need to go meditate on that later this morning. Right now, we just want to praise the Lord. So we give you honor this morning, God. We praise you. You are, (laughs) you are. Come on. You are fill in the blank. You are the God who takes us higher. You are the God who makes great and precious promises. It would be enough if the promises were great, but it would be enough if the promises were precious, but they're both. They're great promises. They're precious promises. They're awesome promises. They're magnificent promises. They're overwhelmingly good promises. They're love-based promises. They are a sure promises. There's no shifting shadow of turning in you. You don't make a promise just to break it. You're not a promise breaker. You're a promise keeper. You're not a covenant breaker. You're a covenant keeper. You are that God who, when he says a thing, it's got to come to pass. So help us Lord today to praise our way through to the promise, to praise, to praise our way from the problem to the promise. Come on, to praise our way, to dance and shout and sing, to keep walking with our heads held high through the problems to the promise. I'll tell you the truth, where there's a problem, there's a promise that the enemy is trying to hold you back from, trying to steal from you, trying to get you to give up. Where there's a problem, there's a greater promise. For every problem that you face in life, there's a promise that covers the problem. There's a promise that overshadows the problem. 
problem. There's a promise that is greater than the problem. I wish I could get you to say amen today. I wish I could get your faith to rise today. Oh, Jesus, whatever problem that you're facing, I promise you that the problem is not as as, as great as the promise. The promise will override the problem if you'll just grab a hold. The promise, the promise, the promise. God's promises are yes, and they are amen. Oh, the problems might rise up, but the promises will rise higher. What are you going to focus on? Come on. What are you going to focus on? Come on. What are you going to focus on? Jesus, help us to stop focusing so much on the problem that we lose sight of the promise. Oh, Jesus, help us to stop meditating so much on the problem that we forget about the promise that you made to us. The promises that are in your word, the promises that you've spoken to our hearts. You are a promise keeper. We thank you, Lord, that we can lean into your promises. We don't have to wander around, wander around, wander around in a wilderness of problems, but we can rise above the problems on the wings of the promise. I said we can rise above the problems on the wings of the promise. Come on. The promise will lift you up. The promise will encourage your heart. The promise will get your feet to step in. Your promise will cause you to shout and and praise the Lord. Even when the promise is, when the problem is staring you in your face, Jesus, 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 you are a magnificent God. You've made us partakers of your divine nature. You've seated us in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. You have made us great and precious promises, and we will not abandon the promise. We will not abort the promise. We will not forget about the promise. Oh, come on, Jesus. If it were just one promise, that would be enough. That would be enough. That would be enough. But you didn't just you didn't just make us a great and precious promise, singular. You made us great and precious promises is plural. Oh, there's so many promises in your word. You've promised us to heal our bodies when we're sick. You've promised us to deliver our souls from demonic inspiration. You've promised to renew our minds. If we study your word, you've promised to make our way prosperous. If we'll meditate on your word, you've promised us that we have eternal salvation, security in your kingdom. Oh, Jesus, what great and precious promises. Oh, Jesus, what great and precious promises you've promised to supply all of our needs according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. That is your promise. That is your word. That is your will. That is your covenant. That is your testament. That is the promise. Oh, I know problems arise. Problems get in the way. Problems want to overwhelm. Problems want to distract. Problems want to discourage, but I break that. I break the power of these problems, the power that these problems have over your life. I break it. Come on. Some of you need to repent. Come on. You're going to step into that promise. You want to step into that promise? Do you want to step into the promise? This is what some of you need to do. Those of you that have been overwhelmed, downcast, those of you that have been discouraged, depressed, those of you that have been frustrated, fearful, 
hey, you need to repent for allowing the problem to have power over you. Come on, let's get down to it. Oh, if the problem looks bigger to you than the promise looks to you, then you have allowed the enemy to slither in and turn your focus away from the problem solver, away from the promise keeper. He's not just a promise maker. He's a promise keeper. <laughs> you have allowed. If your problem is overshadowing the promise, you have allowed the problem to overwhelm your mind. And we need to change the way we think. When I say repent, I said change the way we think. When I say repent, it's not just forgive me, Lord. You can say forgive me, Lord, all day long. You can say forgive me, Lord, all night long. And that's a good thing. I'm not telling you not to ask the Lord for forgiveness for your wrong thinking. But what I'm saying is, is you can ask the Lord for forgiveness all day long. But if you do not change the way that you think, if you don't repent, Greek word mataneo, if you don't change the way that you think about the problem, then you'll ask for forgiveness every day. The Holy Spirit will convict you every day. You're allowing the problem to overshadow the promise. The Holy Spirit will tell you every day. You're allowing the problem to get in the way of the promise. Oh, Jesus. But unless you check unless you change the way that you think about the problem, you will delay your entry into your promised land. Do you understand the words coming out of my mouth? So, Father, yes, forgive us for allowing the problems which are legitimate, the problems which in most cases are very real, the problems which oftentimes are extremely difficult, even heart-wrenching, painful. The problems, which, yes, are wrapped up in fear and anxiety, coming at us like grenades, pop, 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 Jesus. Forgive us for allowing the problems that the enemy stirred up in our lives, the problems even that we created for ourselves, to be exalted above the promise keeper. Forgive us for exalting the problems. Come on. Forgive us for exalting the problems over the promise keeper. Because when we exalt the problems over the promise keeper, we have exalted the problem maker over the promise maker. I said when we exalt the problem maker over the promise keeper, we've exalted the enemy over God. We've exalted the power of the enemy over the power of God. Don't you think God has the power to make you stand? His word says he does. The Bible says he is able to make you stand. The Bible says that he has given you power, rather authority over all the power of the enemy. The, the enemy has power, but only what you don't take authority over is what will come at you. So, Father, today, help us. <laughs> help us to change our perspective because we don't want to be in bondage to the problems and the fruit of those problems, which is anxiety, fear, helplessness, hopelessness. We want to be prisoners of hope. We want to be wrapped up in your promises, which are yes and amen. So help us to change the way that we think. Help us to see you, God, for who you really are. You're the way maker. You're the promise keeper the promise maker, the covenant keeper, the covenant maker. We exalt you today. And right now, thank you, Jesus. 
The Lord is saying that he wants you to cast your cares upon him. Come on, I told you somebody's going to get free today. Cast your cares upon him. Cast your cares upon him. Cast, come on, cast the problems on him. Come on, cast the disappointments on him. Cast the pain on him. Cast the disillusionment on him. Cast it on him. Cast it on him. Cast it on him. Just let him have it. Let him carry it away. Let him carry it off. And stop taking it back. Father, we give you these problems because you're the greatest solutionist in the world. For every problem that we face, you already had the solution before the problem manifested. Come on. For every problem that we face, Lord, we know that you already had the solution before the problem ever manifested. Would you help us, Lord, as well to see like you see so that we can discern the problem forming, discern the problematic issues coming in the spirit before they manifest in the natural? Would you help us, Lord, to stop being so caught off guard by the problems? Would you help us, Lord, to discern these things brewing in the spirit so we can shut them down before they manifest in the natural? Would you help us to discern those around us who are not truthful so we can avoid tying our lives with their lives and getting the warfare that's coming against them that's spilling over onto us just because of our connection? Would you help us, Lord, to stop making problematic investments with our time, with our money, with our hearts? Would you help us, Lord, to stop going into problem churches, problem relationships, problem jobs? Would you help us, Lord, to stop making decisions that become problematic for us because everything's not a devil? Would you help us, Lord, to learn to be led forth and guided by your spirit and by peace and by truth and not our emotions or our desires? Jesus, we need your help today. We need your help. We need your discernment. We need your very own discernment. You've given us your very own name. You've given us your very own blood. You've given us your very own armor. We need your very own discernment. We need it, God. We need it. We need to stop walking in to the devil's traps where he snares us. He lays a net for our feet. He digs a pit for our heart. Would you help us today, God, to change the way that we think, to see things in a way that we've not been able to see them before. You are a promise maker and you are a promise keeper. And we say today, God, we are turning over a new leaf. <laughs> today, we are going to be focused so much on the promise that even if a problem is in the way, even if a problem is in the path, we're going to just leap over it. Scripture says, by my God, I can run through a troop and leap over a wall. Guess what that means? By our God, we can run through the obstacles. We can leap over the obstacles. We can go around the obstacles. When we're led by his spirit, we don't have to worry about what problems may be there. Because guess what? Let me just fill you in. There's always going to be problems in your path. There's always going to be obstacles in between you and the eternal reward. There's always going to be trouble and there's always going to be trials. We can reduce our trouble by making better decisions, we can reduce our trouble by not allowing the enemy a foothold in our lives. But some of this just must be. 
Jesus said in the world, you're going to have trials and tribulations. But Jesus never said, <laughs> Jesus never said in the midst of the trial and the tribulation, set the promises aside and just try to survive. That's not the mentality of a conqueror. Jesus said, Paul said in the word that we are more than conquerors through him who loved us, who loves us. Jesus loves us. We are more than conquerors in Christ. We are overcomers in him. Jesus never said, you know, in this world, you'll have trials and tribulations. So put your head down and just try to make it through. No, Jesus said in this world, you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer for I have overcome the world. How can we be of good cheer? Because we know we're going to overcome too, because greater is he who is in us than he who is in the world, even if it's our own fault. So because we know that we're going to overcome the problem, we don't have to give it so much focus, time and attention that it steals our peace and steals our joy. Because we know we're going to overcome the problem sooner or later. And sooner, if we'll do it his way, we can focus still on the promise. Beloved, let me just pray this over you. If you'll focus on the promise, you'll move toward the promise. If you focus on the problem, you'll move toward the problem. Do you understand? If you focus on the promise, you'll, you'll move toward the promise. If you focus on the problem, you'll move toward the problem. If you focus on God, you'll move toward God. If you focus on what's wrong, that's what will consume your mind. And it, 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 it disempowers you. Do you understand me? It disempowers you. It disempowers you. It, it, it discourages you. So yes, you have to deal with the problem. But you know how you deal with the problem? You focus on the solutionist. You focus on the promise keeper. And you say, God, this, 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 this problem is in the way of what you promised me. And it's got to move, but I don't know how to move it. So I need your wisdom. And your word says, if any man lacks wisdom, that we should cry out to the giving God who gives liberally. So Father, right now, we're asking you to help us catch ourselves. Help us catch ourselves when we are being tempted or when we're entering into a problem-focused mindset. Help us to catch ourselves so we can shift our minds back to the promise, the promise maker and the promise keeper. So that we can see your will come to pass in our life sooner because the days are evil and we must redeem the time. We must not wallow around in self-pity because of a problem. We must choose instead to believe who you say we are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus, overcomers in our Savior and in our Lord. So, Father, help us today to look at our lives and our problems from a different perspective, from the perspective of heaven, so that we can gain the courage that we need to succeed in overcoming the obstacles of life, which are always going to be there. The problems, the challenges that the enemy brings, that we bring into our own lives, that people bring to our doorstep, we can overcome, we shall overcome for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Come on, wasn't that some practical prayer for you this morning? Share this because we're not done. We're going into warfare. Part of the reason why we had to repent, because we're going into some warfare now. We're going to deal with it. Somebody say, deal with it. I need everybody on this broadcast right now to share this in your groups and on your timeline. Take 30 seconds, just hit that share button. It doesn't. It's not hard. I need you to do that. If this is helping you, hit the share button right now because we're going higher. Come on now. 
We're going higher. We're going higher. We're going higher. We're go. Don't make me start singing. We're going higher. Share this right now. Share it in groups that are not my groups, guys. Share it in other people's groups. It's already in my group. I'm getting my water. We're going higher. Jesus. 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 You have to understand something about the enemy. There are times and seasons where he spreads a net for your feet. You have to understand this or you'll fall into the trap. And some of you are already in the trap. Limitations 113, Jeremiah wrote, he sent fire from on high. He made it sweep into my bones. He spread a net for my feet and turned me back. He made me desolate, faint all the day long. There are times when the Lord will stop you in your tracks to protect you. But most of the time, the nets that you fall in are laid by the enemy. So we have to first discern, is it God preventing us? Did he catch us in a net so that we would be preserved from danger? Or is it the enemy lying wait? And I'll tell you, most of the nets you fall in are going to be at the hand of the enemy. Psalm 10, verse 9. He lies in wait, listen, like a lion in a thicket. Imagine that. He lurks to seize the oppressed. He catches the lowly in his net. What does that mean? It means while you're already down and out, the enemy tries to pull you down deeper into a depression, an oppression, a repression. You've already been kicked. You've already been hurt. You've already been wounded. You're already sick in your body. You're already under a financial attack. And here comes the enemy trying to pile on. Sometimes it's people. Sometimes it's false prophets. Sometimes it's prophetic manipulators. Sometimes it's hirelings that lay a net for you. Sometimes it's brothers and sisters in Christ that lay a net for you, inspired by the enemy. Judas laid one for Jesus. Psalm 31, 4, you will free me. No, wait, wait. Psalm 35, 7, for without cause, they laid their net for me. Without cause, you wouldn't, you didn't do anything to them. Without cause, they laid their net for me. Who? People. David is talking about people. David is talking about people for without cause. They laid their net for me. You know what the cause was? They were jealous. People who were jealous try to lay a net for you. People who are envious try to lay a net for you. You have something they want. They don't want you to have it. They want what you have. They lay a net for you. They're proud. They're self-righteous. Psalm 140 verse 5. Some of you, I'm trying to get you to get mad with the devil. Not with people. It's always the devil that inspires these people to do that to you. But listen, Psalm 140 verse 5. The proud hide a snare for me. The cords of their net are spread along the path and the lures are set out for me. What? They're proud. They don't want you to ascend 
above where they've ascended. They don't want you to be popular. They don't want you to overshadow them. They're proud. So they hide a snare for you. The cords of their nets are spread along the path. The lures are set out for you. Listen, you need to get mad with the devil. If you had discernment, you would see the net instead of falling into it. If you had discernment, you would see the net instead of falling into it. One way you get discernment is Psalm 25, 15. Listen, my eyes are always on the Lord for he will free my feet from the mesh. You won't even fall into the mesh. You won't even fall into the net. That's the insinuation here. You won't fall into the net when your eyes are on the Lord. And even if you do, you have to understand because some of you are in a net right now. What do I mean by that? I mean that you're trapped in a, in a, in a lie of the enemy. You're trapped in some kind of oppression. You're trapped in some kind of bondage. But we're turning the tables this morning. I said, we're turning the tables this morning. Now here's where we pray. Do you understand? Are you tracking with me? I want you to see this. You fell into the net because you didn't discern the net. God always warns us. He always warns us. I have to take this truth for myself as well. He always warns us. He always tells us when trouble is coming. He always tells us not to connect with that person. He always tells us not to make that investment. He always tells us don't take that job. He always tells us it's time to get out of that church. He always tells us. But because we're not discerning his voice, because we want something more, or because we're too lazy or dull in the spirit, we fall into the net. The devil doesn't fight fair. But right now, we're turning the tables. Because the devil doesn't fight fair, and guess what? God loves you. Even though you didn't discern it, he still loves you. Even though you didn't discern it, he's still on your side. Even though you didn't discern it, if God before you, then who can be against you? All he needs right now is for you to get righteous indignation against the enemy that snared you, against the enemy that captured you in the net, and be determined in your heart to break free. If you want to be free right now, you can be free right now. When the enemy is caught stealing, he's got to repay seven times. I'm telling you, your payback can be on the way. Psalm 124, seven says we have escaped like a bird from the snare of the fowler. The net is torn and we have slipped away. That's what's going to happen today. As I pray. And as you agree, the net that has entangled you, the net that has entrapped you is going to be torn by God almighty. The sword of the spirit is going to cut it up and you're going to slip out of that oppression. You're going to slip out of that discouragement. You're going to slip out of that net, whatever it looks like. The financial woes, the relationship woes, all the woes. The woes aren't for you, beloved. The woes are not for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I'm asking you by your mercy and your grace, even though many times we missed your voice, we missed your warning. The devil fought dirty. He fought foul. He's wicked and evil. But we are your children. We are your sons. We are your daughters. We are your bride. So we stand on Psalm 141 verse 10. We stand on your word, God, and we put you in remembrance of your word. And we say, let the wicked fall into their own nets while we pass by safely in Jesus name. Turn the tables, God. Release us. Tear the net, God. Let us slip away and let the wicked fall into their own nets while we pass by in safety. Following your spirit, 
following your love, following your precepts and your principles, walking in your word. Let the wicked fall into their own nets even now while we pass by in safety. In Jesus' name, I decree the net is torn. In Jesus' name, I decree the wicked are falling into their own nets. I decree you are walking by in safety. You are entering a new season, newness of life. You are entering into a time of greater discernment and ability to hear his voice and know his will. I decree Psalm 7, verse 15. The enemy has dug a hole and hollowed it out. He has fallen into the pit of his making. I decree Psalm 35, verse 8. May ruin fall upon the enemy by surprise. May the net that they hid ensnare them. May they fall into their own destruction. I decree the enemy is going to experience a surprise attack from angelic hosts and come to ruin. I decree the enemies that hid a snare for us are going to be ensnared by their own nets. I decree the enemy that set out to steal, kill, and destroy are falling into their own destruction in Jesus' name. I plead the blood of Jesus over all of us from the top of our heads to the soles of our feet. I revoke every evil decree spoken over our lives. I reverse every witchcraft curse in the name of Jesus. We send it back to the sender in the name of the Lord. We, I decree no weapon formed against us shall prosper. But every tongue that rises up against us shall not only be condemned, but it's tied. I tie the tongue of the enemy now. And every person through whom the enemy would speak, every person through whom the enemy would tempt to curse us, to judge us, to release witchcraft at us, Lord, tie their tongues. Let it cleave to the roof of their mouths. Bring them to repentance so they don't fall into their own pit. We do not seek to watch people fall into pits, but we want to see the demons that are tempting them and trying them and pushing them and provoking them to come against us, to be bound in Jesus' name. We give you praise and we give you honor because you are the God who tears the net. You are the God who sets us free. You are the God who makes a way for us to slip away. You are the God who makes us stand. You are the God who protects and provides for us. And I break all witchcraft. In the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Lord, for freedom. For who the sun sets free is free indeed. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And I thank you that your spirit is not only with us, but within us. And we walk in freedom out of every net. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Amen and amen. The devil is a liar. God is exalted. The enemy defeated. Remember that he's the promise keeper. If the enemy has bound you in a net, he'll tear it. You've just got to see that you're trapped. That's half the battle is seeing that you're trapped. Some of you don't even know that you're trapped. You don't even discern what is wrong. You don't get it. You're just not happy. Well, why aren't you happy? We give you praise, God. You are the deliverer. You are love. You have a good plan for our life and we praise you. We thank you. In Jesus name. I want to share just a few things with you. If you're a prophet and you want to get into the prophet's training, you're going to have to sign up now. It's October 1st, 2nd, 3rd. I prefer you to come to Fort Lauderdale. The tickets are cheap, but if you can't, you can watch it online. But if you don't sign up pretty quickly, you're going to lose your spot. Prophet's training. This is for prophets. It's not how to hear the voice of God. If you're a prophet, you should know how to hear the voice of God. How do you function? How do you get established in prophetic ministry? 
the Discerning Prophetic Witchcraft. There's new broadcasts coming up all the time. If you're in that series, go look at it. Guys, one thing that I really want you to sign up for, for real, this is for everybody, everybody, all of you. You're just coming into the broadcast, shout out, let me know where you're coming in from and share this with somebody because this was a freedom day. I want you to sign up for this developing spiritual discernment. This could save you years and years of pain. I've learned so much over the last three years, trying to build houses of prayer in foreign nations with false prophets, trying to get in on what I'm doing, you know, pressing into building a prayer movement and dealing with different personalities and principalities. I've learned more about discernment last three, four years than I learned in the, in the previous 15 or 20. You need to know, you need to know how to discern, how to grow in discernment, the types of discernment, how that manifests in you. You need to discern your calling. You need to discern what your dreams and visions mean. You need to discern the presence of God and angels and times and seasons and spiritual warfare. What spirits are attacking you? You need to discern how to pray. Developing spiritual discernment. Developing spiritual discernment. That's there for you. Guys, if you want to donate today, you can do that at jenniferleclair.org slash donate. Some of you like to donate. Some of you want to become partners. You can do that there. You can use cash app, dollar sign, Jennifer LeClaire. You can use the Venmo. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. You can use the text to give 754-701-2161. Text the word pray. All these I'm typing into the screen there. You can use the PayPal, paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire. You can use the PO Box, PO Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. School of the Spirit.tv, the School of Prayer and Intercession. You can sign up for the Prayer Vault and just binge watch almost three years of teachings on prayer and intercession. There's all kinds of classes in there. AwakeningPrayerHubs.com. Join the movement. AwakeningPrayerHubs.com. You don't have to lead one. You can also start one. I've just told you about, I don't know, for several months now we've been talking about it. When I remember, awakeningprayerhubs.com. Visit that website and you'll find what you need. The Mass Deliverance Service, October the 24th, Mass Deliverance from Trauma. I'm going to be teaching on trauma and then God's going to deliver people from trauma. There's no distance in the spirit. If you've been traumatized, God can deliver you or bring you a measure of deliverance. Don't go to those false deliverance ministers down the street. Don't do it. Don't do it. Ahop.tv, if you want to watch that online. If you're in South Florida, you can come in person to Awakening House of Prayer. If you're not in South Florida, you go to ahop.tv. Ahop.tv, the mass deliverance service from trauma. But yeah, get on the email list. You can text the word PROPHET, P-R-O-P-H-E-T, to 555-888. That's actually how you find out about some certain things early. All right, guys, God bless you. Have a great day. You have gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seer's ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online, hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family.
This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.